Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of iCast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure, where we play through the adventure, Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM, and around the table we've got... Malamara, Lance Thalen, and Filippo. Last we left our adventurers, they had entered the caldera where they had previously escaped the Cult of the Dragon camp, had a brief conversation with the hunters there, and after turning her familiar into an imp, decided to infiltrate the caverns, having Zaza lead the way and inform them of the rooms ahead and what to expect. After dispatching of the two guards directly at the entrance, and before proceeding into the rooms that Zaza had previously discovered, Fleeple, with his passive perception and his perky ears, discovered that there was a noise coming off of this seemingly solid wall. With Lance's help, they were able to identify that this there was an additional, somewhat secret offshoot directly at this entrance here. And as Zaza flew in there as an invisible raven, discovered a treasure room, which was unfortunately empty, and although it had some smattering of coins, did not hold the treasure that it probably once did, but also discovered a room with 11 individuals, all sitting about, milling about, just sort of waiting. Stealthily and quietly, Zaza made it into the room adjacent to that and found that it was Mondath's chambers as she was angrily jotting down notes and seemed to be stressed. Coming up with a plan... They decided to leave Zaza at this entrance to this secret portion of the cave, and they decided to continue forward exploring to maybe find additional items or to find a secret entrance into Mondath's chambers directly. As Lance broke off to discover the flickering light, he heard cobalt voices entering his chamber while Fleeple and Mal were about 30 feet away from him. Hiding down, the kobolds, one of them sounding oddly like Tommy Wiseau, threw rats down into the lower portion of this room where three guard drakes had emerged from the darkness and just started devouring these rats. And that is where we come back to our adventurers. So, Lance, we'll start with you. You are hidden but these guard drakes are only 15 feet away from you. They can't see you, and you can see them as these bars are... You say guard drakes? Yeah, guard drakes. Uh, That's their official title, but yeah. And so uh, each of these drakes being eight feet long, you feel hidden. You don't feel like you've been exposed necessarily. Uh, What do you do? All right. Lance is scared. So I think what I'm going to try and do is I'm going to try and sneak back to Mal and Fleeple. Okay. Because these guys are preoccupied with throwing rats into the pit and eating. Yeah, um, this will require another stealth check, so go ahead and roll. And you were not flat tired, so you don't have guidance here. I am not flat tired, no. Oh, if only I was flat tired right now. Oh, you know what? I'm doing a rogue thing, so I need my rogue dice. Mm -hmm. Hey, there you go. That's going to be 25. 25, okay. Without any noise, still holding your blades step up the steps hugging to the shadows as there are no lights on the northern part of this cave you hug to that side so the kobolds don't look in your general direction and try to see you sneaking away 
and you're able to make it back to Mal and Fleeple. Mal and Fleeple, while Lance was gone, was there anything in particular that you did? Just checking in with Zaza to make sure that everybody in the room still looks bored and unhurried. Yep, every 30 seconds as Lance has been gone for maybe like five, six minutes now. Nothing. You hear like pick up snippets of conversation from the guards. Nothing. Okay, um, lot to report here. Um, in the other room, there are five kobolds, including one with wings. Fleeple, is that something? I've never seen that before. Uh, Ned knows a thing or two about winged kobolds. Uh, I'm not sure if Fleeple's clan would have been prestigious enough to have winged kobolds in it, so I'm not sure if he's familiar with them. Although your clan doesn't have any winged kobolds, it's definitely spoken of. It's not uncommon. There have been legends that have spoken of winged kobolds that served Tiamat in her glory and uh, were sent off to different clans for a better purpose. So you haven't interacted with one individually, but you have heard of them speak, spoken of by the shaman of your tribe. Mm-hmm. Essentially blessed of Tiamat, given extra ability for their devotion to her kind of thing. Exactly. And I relay that to my friends. Okay. Well, they're good to know. They are eating right now, but there's also a pit with uh, these drakes, but they look different than the drakes we know of. They are bigger and almost more feral. They don't have any armor or anything, and they're being kept in a cage in a pit down below. So they can't get out unless someone goes to the door and unlocks it. But um, that's the situation. Hmm. So, we could... And there were some stairs. I should say that, too. On the left, there were some stairs going to another part that we I did not see. Well, I feel like the kobold would probably be easy enough to take care of. And if the drakes aren't able to escape, then we could probably dispatch with the kobolds pretty easily and check out that other direction that you were talking about. Mm-hmm. I mean, if that's what we feel is necessary, then yeah. So you want to try and take them out? That way they're not at our backs when we're exploring? I feel like there's probably one of those particular kobolds that I'm really going to want to make some damage on. Mm. Talking about the one who asked the other one out on a date. Yeah. Yes, it's just it, it, the way that he voiced it was so disrespectful, you know? I know. It was. He's like, oh, I asked her out on a date. And they're like, no, you didn't. And he was like, yeah, I did. And I bet you go out with me. And the other one's like, haha, what a story. And it was just so strange. That one was very disrespectful. Yes, I feel like he probably needs to, he needs to die. Yes. Uh, and I, we're probably far enough away from the 11 angry jurors that um, a small, especially if we dispatch them quickly, it should be okay. All right. I can do a sneak attack round, and then we just we just go at him. Sure. That's a sneak attack round is what I call attacking first. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a plan to me. Getting super technical in the Jank Squad. <laughs> we have we have we're we're building tactics now. We're building tactics with names. <laughs> Pack tactics. Pack tactics. <laughs> Which right. I just realized I have not been using for yeah, a long time. Yeah, you have pack time. tactics. Oh, gotta remember that stuff. Yep. All right, let's do it. I'm gonna sneak up within 80 feet of them, which even might be where I'm at. <laughs> you are within 80 feet of them, but recall that this chamber you are in 
is uh, the ceiling is covered with bats. I'm going to try and sneak over to the stairs again because I don't want okay. one of them running down that stair to try and free those things. So I'm going to sneak over there and then attack with my bow. All right, roll another stealth check, please. With guidance, because I got Fleeple next to me. Mm-hmm. There you go. Okay. Oh, and guidance. 21. Okay, you hug that same area over there. Uh, before you do anything, Mal and Fleeple, what do you, uh, are you following after? Yeah, so I want to be ready to... Uh, basically, as soon as things start going down, I'm just going to start chucking fire towards these kobolds. Okay, so do you want to like close the distance between you and them right now? Yeah, I'm going to be following along with uh, okay. Lance. And Mal, are you roughly of the same uh, opinion? I'm actually going to... This cavern turns just a little bit before we get to into the straightaway. Mal's just going to put her back to that wall so she can turn and shoot at them. They're about... By my count, they're about 40 feet away from where I am with my back against this wall. To that nearest kobold. 30, 35, 40, 45, oh, like 50 feet. Yeah, so like 50, 55, depending on who you're shooting at for sure. Okay, so you hug the wall. Uh, no stealth needed at this point, but you, you put your back to the wall so that you can easily just and start releasing when the time uh, comes. Uh, Fleeple, I'll have you roll a stealth check then. Uh, to follow and sort of be right next to Lance. That's going to be a 14. With guidance, you can guide yourself. Let's see. That makes it a 15. Okay, sounds good. Now, Fleeple. Yes. Before you even go over to Lance, in front of you, directly right next to Mal, literally like as she's uh, like snuggling up against the wall here and like hiding... Uh, you're about to pass her. And as you do, you look down and you go, this ground is not all rock. You get to get on your hands and knees and you take your claw and you poke and it goes right through. And there's part of this ground that has been covered with paper. I'm going to kind of backpedal and try and stop people from going over this trap. Okay. Easy enough. Before you need to backpedal, you go, okay, but... There is some of this ground that is a trap and is not a trap. And you can easily distinguish like, okay, that's paper, that's paper, that's stone. And so with your high enough pass perception, you're able to just walk on the uh, spots that you know to be stone. Right on. Thank goodness for passive perception. But with your 15 uh, stealth, as you continue to walk closer and closer to Lance... In Draconic, there's one uh, that the one that Lance told you about goes, ha ha, and the leader said to me, why are you not going over there? And I said, because it's in the sunlight, and we all know how we hate the sun. Instantly, your blood just begins to boil, Fleeple, and you have your foe. You're able to get right next to Lance. Uh, was that the goal? Yeah. Okay, sounds good. All right, you're all set up in position. Uh, I believe, Lance, you wanted to go first, correct? Yeah, I'm just going to shoot my bow first for a sneak attack. Okay, and who are you shooting at? I'm going to shoot at not the winged kobold, because that's what Fleeple wants, and I would assume he wants him alive to talk to and then kill. That's an interesting assumption. Well, you said, like, <laughs> I want to... I thought you said something as, like, I want to, I wanna, like... The way you said it made me feel like you wanted to, like, interrogate the dude. That's the way Lance took it. It could be totally different. You can kill him. That's fine. But I will not shoot him. 
I'm going to shoot the one who was disrespectful by asking the other one on the date. <laughs> okay, sounds good. Uh, and what is your range? 80 feet. 80 feet? Easy no. enough. Okay. Uh, that one is uh, the furthest cobalt from you. All right. Go and roll. And with advantage? With advantage. That's going to be a 21 to hit. That is a hit. Go and roll your sneak attack. That Oh, that sucks. That was a real bad roll. Two and one and a one. Yeah. Uh, but that's going to be seven damage. Seven. As you silently, you, you were mainly focused on just getting the arrow there. If it can get there and do the damage, that's the most important thing. Because if not, this entire pr- operation is blown. And so you're just focusing and you're like, you let that arrow go. And the cobalt just falls backwards, just onto the ground, motionless. I need everybody to roll initiative, please. Here we go. I'm going to roll for Tommy Wiseau first. Okay. All right. 20 to 25. All right. 15 to 20. I'm 14. I'm right under. All right. So 10 to 15. 14 is Lance. 13. Okay, mouse 13, and Fleeple, what'd you get? Seven. Sounds good. Um, let's see here. Sounds good to the person who's playing everybody who's going to try and kill us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds great. <laughs> this is amazing. <laughs> Mal, what is your dexterity modifier? Two. Okay, so with this in order, you all get a sneak round, sneak attack round. So Lance, you're up first again. All right, if, is it a, like, literal sneak attack round, like I get advantage again? This is a surprise round, I should say. So they, they are aware of your presence, but they will not be attacking this turn. Okay, I'm just going to straight up shoot again without hiding. Okay. Um, yeah, because I want to hide near the end of it. Would I be able... Okay, Thomas, tell me this. Would I be able to hide near the end of it? Because I'm hiding kind of down in these steps, but they know where the arrows are coming from. Yeah, this is a tricky situation. There's not a lot of places to hide, unfortunately. There's no barrels, like there's some implements and some mannequins, but not enough places to run and throw them off your scent. Would I be able to hide first? Because they're like, where'd that arrow come from? Or Unfortunately, as soon as that cobalt fell, they looked towards your direction and they were brought aware of your presence. So just straight up shot here. All right, here we go. Oh, that's not going to hit. That's a that's an that's an eight. Eight. That is a miss. As you take your arrow, and uh, all of them just hit the ground, and uh, the wing of cobalt. We are under attack. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but your arrow clatters off the side of the wall, and is unfortunately a miss. So you still have your bonus action and your movement if you'd like to use either of those. Um, I, well, bonus action, I can't do anything. Yeah, you can dash, you can hide. Well, I'm saying, like, I can, I can dash, but I don't want to dash anywhere. I can't hide. You just told me that. So. That's true. True, true. I'm just kind of, kind of, I'm just sticking where I am. Okay, sounds good. All right, Mal, it's your go. And what are you firing off? I'm firing off an Eldritch Blast. However, we'll start with a bonus action hex. Okay, who are you hexing? There's a golden cobalt, and right next to him is a gray cobalt, and I'm going for the gray cobalt. You got it. Sounds good. And next is Hex is 90 feet, so sure enough, as you 
thrust your hand out, this inky black redness just latches on and almost erupts from the scales itself. And go ahead and make your Eldritch Blast attack. Oh, that's not great. Twelve. Twelve just hits. Oh, hey, hey. That's not a d10. Pick up the right dice. Yeah, pleasant company excluded. Kobolds are pretty weak. <laughs> and I said pleasant company. I meant present company. Well, Fleeple is, he's also a pleasant company. I mean, Fleeple is pleasant for as sure. As long as he's not going feral. <laughs> and total mafia. Uh, six points of force damage and five points necrotic. Wow. The swirling black reddish mist actually as the Eldritch Blast hits it, um, the Eldritch Blast knocks it back almost like explodes as if it were a fireball and then you just hear these shrieks and then that explosion of light envelops the kobold and kobold disappears. Just totally removed from existence. You have movement if you'd like to use it, Malamara. Uh, no, I will stay right where I am. Okay, that brings us to Fleeple, since it's a surprise round. I mean, I know who my target is. So, yeah, I'm going to chuck an ice knife directly at him and let the other guy take some splash damage, hopefully. Okay, all right. So, with that, uh, that is going to be uh, an 11 to hit. 11 is a miss. As you chuck that ice knife to the winged kobold specifically, the one closest to you right now. In Draconic, this kobold goes, oh no, everybody, duck! And just, they hit the ground again. But as the ice knife like passes overhead, you timed it just right and you see that it's not gonna hit and instead you release your hand and as you do, it explodes. They each need to make dexterity saves, correct? Correct. Okay. All right, so that was a 13, a 22, and a 9. Wow. Well, I got right down the middle, 6 cold damage. Okay, sounds good. What was the save, a 13? 14. 14. So, 6 cold damage. As uh, the winged kobold hits the ground, it can't help but look up just as the ice uh, knife explodes right into its face, taking the full 6 points. Uh, as it takes the full six points, he goes, my eyes, my eyes. The second one, it takes half damage, but it's all the ices on its back. Mm-hmm. And a uh, point of order real quick. It's not half damage on a success. It's no damage on a success. Oh, sounds good. So instead, just the Tommy Wiseau Cobalt is the only one that took damage because it couldn't avoid looking directly at the ice knife as it exploded. So you have a movement and a bonus action, I believe. I'm going to start moving my way uh, towards these kobolds. Okay, you're full 30 feet? Yeah. All right, yeah, I'm going to try and close the distance. If I can get some primal savagery on Tommy Wiseau over there, then hopefully I'll be able to do non-lethal damage. Okay, sounds good. All right, so that brings us back to the top of the round. Lance, your go. All right, I'm going to shoot again, and I'm just going for... One of the kobolds, not Tommy Wiseau. I'm going to go for another one. Okay, go ahead and roll. Okay, better. 21. 21's a hit. Go and roll damage, sir. Six damage. Six damage. Easy enough. Just like the first kobold. The one in the far back, you just... 
and it smacks into that kobold uh, directly into their chest and just <laughs> crumples to the ground and falls. Extinguished. Uh, you have a bonus action and a movement. I'm just going to stay here because I don't want one of them making a break for this door. Okay, sounds good. Mal, it's your go. You have that smoldering hex just in that space where the kobold once was. Uh, what would you like to do? I will use a bonus action to move it to the last gray kobold. Okay, sounds good. The non-Tommy Wiseau character. We're just calling him Tommy Wiseau. Uh, I'm going to move 30 feet closer and release an Eldridge Blast at him. Go for it. Oh, nope. That's a five. Five. You've got the hex successfully latched onto this kobold, but it's freaked out and it's trying to, like, pull it off. And it's weird because the inkiness actually does have some substance to it. And it, it like, starts to pull it off, but it, it slips from its hands. And as such, uh, when you cast the Eldritch Blast, it just jerks out of the way. Unfortunately, uh, your attack misses entirely. You've done all of your actions, I believe. So we go to the winged kobold here. So the winged kobold goes, we need to get help. They are going to try and fly 5, 10, 15. They have to go right by you, Fleeple. And as they pass by you, you do have an attack of opportunity. All right. So, gosh, uh, since I DM a lot and not play, uh, is it any melee attack or does it specifically have to be a melee weapon attack? It does have to be a melee attack. It has to be a weapon. It can't be a spell. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it cannot be a spell unless you unless you take a specific feat to allow your reactions to be spells. So it just like would be a dagger or something quick that you can just. Okay. Well, dagger is the only weapon I have. So <laughs> wait, can he use his claws? Uh, he doesn't have a natural weapon technically. Oh, okay. So I his claws were. it's just for flavor. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm going to go in there with a 14 to hit with that dagger. 14 does hit. Nice. Dealing four damage. For damage, tell us how it is done oh. to Tommy Wiseau. Okay, well, first of all, I'm going to make this non-lethal. Okay. I mean, I'm trying to decide if I should try and make this like an actual reference to how Johnny dies in the room. But that's very <laughs> much a gun He shoots himself in the face. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know and if I can... And very lethal. <laughs> <laughs> so I just, I just go up to him and I go, Where's my money, Denny? And I like... I just, like, pop him in the side of the head with the butt of my dagger. As soon as you yell that and just smack him in the head, it just crumples to the ground. It's a common cobalt um, phrase. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that actually is draconic. Like, when you speak the draconic, that's the sound that it makes. Where's my money, Danny? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that, it, it roughly translates to, in common, uh, you horrible spawn of Tiamat, die, die, die. For us non-draconic speakers. Yes. yes. So it's this last kobold's turn. Having the hex envelop it, it's uh, terrified, and it's uh, it's going to try and run away. It's going to try and run. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, I've already used my reaction. 30. Yeah, and it's going to spend its whole 60 movement and just run as far as it possibly can. So we're effectively out of combat. Well, Lance is actually going to, because I'm at the top. I'm going to run after that guy. Okay. So before that happens, uh, Fleeple, you do have an opportunity to act if you'd like before Lance does. So. Um, no, I think I'm just going to start tying this guy up and let Lance do his thing. 
Okay. So Lance, you are going to be just charging down those steps that you saw, correct? I'm going to run. Okay. So, as you are running, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 30, right? And then you're going to be using your dash action, I'm going to be using my dash action. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Do I see him? So, before you get down there, as you descend these steps, um, you're just going fast, uh, half-heartedly. I gotta get to this cobalt, gotta stop him, gotta try and prevent him from getting somewhere. You pass by, and as you do, you hear this rope kind of bing! And behind you, there are like three massive boulders that like... Now, it's not an Indiana Jones. There's not this boulder you're that's chasing after me. you. Oh, crap. And it's actually not a trap either. It's just a lot of a, signif- a significant amount of rubble that would have caused a ton of damage to somebody behind you if they had been following closely behind. But but because uh, you ran by, you initiated the trap. It's difficult terrain, but yeah, thankfully that's all that occurred there. So the rest of your movement, though, as you descend these steps, there's a small like chamber which has uh, leads to a larger chamber off the right, but it like curves around. And then there's some other steps that go down to your left-hand side. So to the right, the cave kind of like curves around on itself, so you can't see quite exactly where it goes. Uh, but you see the kobold running in that direction, and he's like 15 feet away from you. All right, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna use my bow and shoot him. Okay, sounds good. Go ahead and release. Come on. Oh, is this gonna make it? This is a 12. 12 just hits. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. No sneak attack, unfortunately, but... All right. That's eight damage. Eight damage. Tell us how it's done. All right. Just as he's running with the bow. Both eyes open. I loose the arrow, and it will just go straight into his back. All right. Instantly... Uh, the cobalt body hits the ground and like skitters five feet. As that happens, you hear other voices in Draconic. Hey, hey, did you hear that? You hear the rocks go up ahead? Oh my gosh, Jeffrey! Jeffrey! And you hear a girl. No! Jeffrey! Jeffrey! You hear, everybody! Everybody up! We got a problem! All this in Draconic. So we are not out of initiative. And that was all coming from the to my right. It was coming from the room? Yes, it was coming around the room. The room! The room! <laughs> oh my It's gosh. Lisa! <laughs> oh! You're tearing me apart! I just... Oh my gosh. I'm torn whether I want to say I hope our listeners have watched The Room or whether I'm hoping <laughs> they have not watched This the is room. not an endorsement of The Room. I would, I would suggest to listeners watch... The YouTube highlights of the room. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I hope they don't haven't watched it. I hope they watch the highlights. Because yep. I don't know if you want to endure that whole movie. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, okay. I've used all of my stuff. Mal, technically you're still an initiative. I don't uh, if, Do you have anything in particular? You She'll want run to, to the top of the stairs where the boulders are and just shout down to make sure that Lance is okay. And then check in on Zaza real fast. I'll just shout back if she can hear me in time without checking on Zaza. I'm just going to shout back, more coming. 
Hearing that, I'll check on Zaza. <laughs> okay, so Mal, you're just kind of prepping, making sure, checking in on Zaza. Nothing uh, too intense going on, just some more noises uh, with Zaza over there, but Fleeple. Gosh, look at this initiative order. Oh no, we've made a mistake. We've made a mistake. Oh no. Has Tommy Wiseau been tied up yet? Holy uh, crap, Thomas. Why don't you go make a dexterity check to see how fast you go? Uh, can, I, can I guidance myself on that? Uh, yeah, just quick guidance. Okay, that's a 17 to tie up Tommy Wiseau. My favorite thing that I've ever said in a D&D game. <laughs> Hogtied. And uh, you're like, ah, okay, this is good. This is good. All right, well, then I'm going to start following my friends into this... Uh, area of badness i'm gonna i'm gonna get like right to the side of lance if i can yeah so you're actually gonna be on the stairs due to the typical terrain that occurred from the rockfall. Mm -hmm. all right okay so going to the top of the round you hear a lot of noises going well, it looks like we got some intruders up here they took out jeffrey they took out jeffrey and there's just going to be a lot of discussion. There's going to be a lot of conversation here and going back and forth. Like, what do we do? What do we do? We do what we got to do. We fight. We defend ourselves. Uh, we do have a couple kobolds nearby. And uh, this one's going to run up to Jeffrey and start pulling its body. Can I see it at all? <laughs> yeah. So this kobold, you can definitely see. Yeah. It's going to just uh, pull Jeffrey's body further into the room away from it. So we've got this uh, nice little setup of creatures here. So Lance, it's going to be your go next. All right. I'm going to... I'm not hidden from them. Well, I am. They don't know where I am. Some of them kind of peeked around to where they are uh, looking at... Not at you, but like they, they're, they're prepped, so to speak. So, Holy crap, there's a lot of them. Yeah, there are, and from what you can just audibly hear, there are a ton of draconic voices speaking, discussing, trying to get the jump on you. Okay, I'm going to run, and I'm going to shoot one of them. Lance, as you run over to the stairs that I mentioned uh, previously, uh, let me just go and open up the room to you, just for ease here. Holy. We avoided 11 to find 15. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those guys are those guys are cultists. These are just kobolds, right? These are just kobolds. It's fine. It's not like they have pack tactics or anything. It's fine. There are a lot of kobolds down here, and in a fifty-foot wide chamber, uh, there are a variety of kobolds in here. Some winged, some not winged, and there are thin mattresses of straw covered with badly cured furs from small beds that are like haphazardly positioned around the chamber, and like rats and lizards, they scurry through. Like, all, a bunch of the food scraps that are on the ground with just these, like, wineskins thrown across the floor here. And everyone's in a big disarray for the time being. So, that's what is op opens up to you and you kind of think to yourself, Huh. Okay. And you'd like to attack them? I have a deception idea, but I suck at deception. Just today. Well, normally... I don't know. Ned, Mickey, what do you think? Should I try and deceive, or should I try and just attack? Go with your heart, man. Okay, I'm... To get guidance, Fleeple needs to touch me, right? Yep. Okay, so that's not gonna work. Uh, 
Oh boy. Um. Oh boy. What do I do? What do I do? Lance isn't a good deceiver, so I don't think he's going to right now when he's not feeling confident about it. Do it. So I'm just gonna attack. Okay. Now you have uh, a lot of different cobalts to choose yes. from. Yes. Uh, are there any winged? There are six winged cobalts Holy in here. Holy mackerel. So we tied Tommy Wiseau, and we have six Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> <laughs> the wings give you that accent. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I'm just going to pick one of them and shoot it. Okay, sounds good. Uh, close close to you, far away from you. Johnny Mizo. You're going to do that one. Johnny Mizo. All right, Johnny Mizo. We'll say Johnny Mizo's uh, the furthest away from you, if that's yep, all right. We'll do it. Johnny Mizo shooting away. All right, that's going to hit him because that's a 23 to hit. 23, definitely a hit. And that's going to be six damage. Six damage um, as you do six damage to Johnny. What was it? Johnny Mizo. Johnny Mizo screams out, Ah, oh, the arrow, it pains me. <laughs> We're just rolling with this. We're just rolling with this, everybody. <laughs> For our listeners, this has been birthed into creation. Kobolds used to speak in Boston accents. Now the winged ones. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to our The Room fan cast. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to do on your turn? Yes, I'm going to duck behind this little thing and bonus action hide. Okay, so you're going to go, like, maybe one step down those steps that I uh, mentioned and try and do a bonus action, okay, to hide. Great. Go and roll a stealth check, please. That's going to be a... Sorry, I'm doing math here. 21. 21, okay. We'll see if they uh, are concerned with you, if they can see you. Maybe they thought you ran down the stairs, but we'll see when they get to their turn, okay? So, Mal, it's actually your go uh, right afterwards. No oh boy, 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 And oh boy. You, you hear all of this noise uh, from the top of the stairs. The Tommy Wiseau Cobalt is still unconscious, tied behind you. Fleeple is a little bit further down the steps, but you are at the top of the steps and hear just this noise and cacophony and Lance. I, I believe the last thing Lance said, there's more, there's more coming. Yep, he sure did. Oh no, 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 no. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so we're going to go... The stairs are all rough terrain, right? Uh, just a couple of the steps. So you just have to expend basically uh, a five extra feet of movement on the stairs. Yeah, all. so 5, 10, 15, 20. To get down to Fleeple's 25. 5, 10, 15, 20. Just 20 to Fleeple. Okay, 20 to Fleeple. 25, 30. And you see the same scene unfold before you basically... Six kobolds, six of the 12 or 15 kobolds that are in this room currently uh, directly in front of you. One of them being winged, some of them, uh, the rest of them just being normal. I just realized I just Harrison Forded this moment. I chased after a retreating kobold, shot him, and came into a room of 10 times the amount of troops. I just Harrison Ford ran after the stormtrooper and came across the room full of stormtroopers. Shout out to Star Wars A New Hope. <laughs> yeah, Lance Lance shot first. A much better movie than all of the other movies we've referenced tonight. Yes. <laughs> of all of the movies. Very much so. <laughs> That's true. So, you have six kobolds right in front of you. You still had your hex kind of smoldering upstairs, so 
that is still active for the time being. That's a noise a DM likes to hear. <laughs> Crap. Okay, we're gonna move bonus action, move that smoldering hex to the silver cobalt just directly in front of me. Alright, so the nearest one about uh, 15 feet away from you, that hex, you you point at them and it just erupts around them. Yeah, we'll send an Eldridge Blast at him. Because I can't get close enough to do what I want to do. Oh, shiz! Oh, this is 12, so 12 hits for the gray kobolds, right? Just barely. Man, a lot of just barely hitting it. Go and roll damage on that. I thought it was an 11, but I was looking at the wrong number. Um... D10. Don't change myself. Eight force damage to necrotic. Okay. Yeah, that kobold also just crumples to the ground. Totally deceased. Only five kobolds directly in front of you, Mal. Seems to be slowly whittling away at these numbers here. So, after Mal, we've got uh, some of these other winged kobolds. They're going to start taking some action here. So, they have a fly speed of 30. This one is, uh, the uh, lance shot is a little bit too far away, so he's going to mix in with the rest of the kobolds, maybe trying to get uh, hide uh, amongst the other winged kobolds there, and that's its turn that it's going to take. The other winged kobold is close enough, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, and it is going to be, it's revealing itself to you, Fleeple, kind of coming into view from the steps, and it's going to be right next to Mal, and it's going to take an attack against you. Now, does an 18 hit? Ah, uh, yes! Dang it! Okay, sounds good. That will do... Oh, not much. Just four points of piercing damage. So that's going to be its turn. And then... Fleeple, it's your go. From your current vantage point, you have one winged kobold that is exposed to your view. Uh, none of the other kobolds, you have to move around to where Mal and Lance kind of hid to expose and see the majority of the kobolds there. Okay, so I would like to try and get to the square two to the left of Mal. Okay, sounds good. So 5, 10, 15, 20. So you want to try, you want to like enter the chamber with all the kobolds like directly, is my understanding, right? Great. 20 feet of movement used. You have 10 feet about. And now I'm going to create a 15 foot cube starting from my upper left corner and getting those four kobolds directly to my northwest, I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Yes! Thunder Wave. There's our spellcaster. So that is going to be a con save DC 14 from these four guys. Okay. That's good. I rolled three damage on 2d8. No! Oh, no! Uh, Failure. Success. And a success. So three successes, one failure. How much was that total? Uh, that's going to be three damage. Oh, no. So the successes <laughs> take half, which is one. One damage. Ow. So yeah, as you thrust the cube out, it is uh, fortunately not as effective. Uh, some of them, they resist it. One of them does fail, though, and they do fly back as a result of that, right? Ten feet, yes. 10 feet, so one of the kobolds flies backwards towards the the fray. Yeah, so, but the other ones hold their ground and they grit their teeth, the one directly in front of you as well, being one of them that saved. That was your movement and your action, correct? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, anything else that you can do? Not at this point, I don't think. Well, have, have either of my friends taken damage yet? Uh, Mal just took damage. Four damage. Mm, yeah, I might as well toss a healing word in Mal's direction. Okay, sounds save good. It, save, it, save, it, save 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 it. Okay, I do not, I do not heal my friend. I, <laughs> <laughs> I do not. Because that's not a cantrip, right? That's a spell, right? Yeah, that's a first level, I believe. That's right? true. Yeah. So save, I it, save, it, save, it, anyway. save it, save it, save it, save it, save it. I had temporary hit points. It only did one point of damage. Save it. Oh, okay. Yeah, as you as you utter these words, you look over to Mal, and she goes. No, don't, don't, don't do it, don't do it. And so you're like, <clears throat> and you cough into your hand, uh, stopping the magic from uh, occurring. But we've got some other kobolds that are now going to take an action here. They're going to try and start surrounding you. And this winged kobold's going to come on down here as well. Okay, so with three kobolds, one of them being a winged and two others, they start, regular kobold comes up to Mal, and then the two other kobolds come up to Fleeple, and they're all going to make attacks against you with advantage due to pack tactics. So Mal does a 20 hit. Yes. I have an improved AC. <laughs> Stop <laughs> well, it. Well, that's another f- a four, por- four points of piercing damage there. And uh, to Fleeple, that's a 24. That hits. And a natural 20. So, the first one is a oof, seven points of piercing damage. All right. And then the other one is double damage. This is so bad. Only five points of piercing damage on that one. All right. And as these kobolds are starting to swarm you, enter in, uh, try and get the better of you, use their pack tactics. And um, as Lance's might be the only one that has a good vantage on this battle here, him having hidden himself amongst the cave wall here. We're going to end tonight's episode of I Cast Fireball on this cliffhanger to see how this battle turns out. So. Time to start getting my bard ready. Yeah. <laughs> this is the worst place to end. Oh, Where are you at, Fleeple? I'm at six hit points. See? Save it for yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I'm slow for 30. Well, uh, we'll see what happens next time on iCast Fireball. Everybody, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed listening just as much as we enjoy playing. And uh, we hope you are on the edge of your seat wondering what's going to happen, just like uh, we're all wondering what's going to happen and on the edge of our seat as well. So um, now wherever you get your podcast from, please, please leave us a review. It's going to help us out a ton um, and just lets us know that you like what we're doing. Uh, you could also shoot us an email at icastfireball2020 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And as always, we're hoping to get the word out there and set this podcast on fire. Now, to get the most recent update for our content, go to our Instagram or our Twitter. Our handle for that is icastfireball20. There you can get possible sneak peeks, interesting insights, bad quotes from uh, the room. Definitely behind-the-scenes shots of us making this fun world and how we try to make this podcast the, as best as we possibly can so like subscribe share with your friends and fellow wacky adventurers but until next time i'm thomas your dm and around the table we've got malamara lance thalen and flavor ha 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 keep that fire going and we'll see y'all next time